Welcome to Confessions of a Realtor. As an active, full-time realtor serving Tallahassee and the surrounding areas since 2014, it was time to use my experience to educate consumers on the whys and hows behind the home buying and home selling processes. We'll have some fun, I'll share some crazy real estate stories, and keep you informed on realtors' best kept secrets. Why? Because when you're informed, you can make empowered decisions. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Realtor. Today's topic, what determines a home's value? Now, I may have to split this up into a few different podcasts because it's so nuanced and there's so many things to discuss with this topic, but I deliberately wanted to bring it up because sometimes we do get clients that struggle with, well, I bought a house, you know, five, six years ago. This house should be worth this much because they're kind of going off five or six years ago when I was in the market. This is what a house of this size would go for. And sometimes we get that same conversation from sellers, a little bit opposite, as you can imagine, since seller's goal is always to sell the property for as high as possible. Not a bad thing, just a different goal. So sellers will typically say something like, well, you know, they're building new construction down the street and those houses are 300, 500 square feet bigger than mine. But because I'm in the area, I feel like I should be able to get this value that I would deem as being substantially overpriced. So it goes both ways. And I think that's the approach that I want to take, just explaining what determines the market value from the perspective of both buyer and seller. So let's get into it. This episode could really be one minute long because the simple answer to what determines a home's value is market value. Market value is what determines a home's value. Now, you may ask, Rachel, what is market value? I'm so glad that you asked because there's really only one sentence that goes into market value. Y'all ready? Simply put, market value is what a seller is willing to accept and a buyer is willing to pay. Both of those two have to come together. So let's walk through this. If a seller is willing to accept a price that is $200,000 over what it should be on the market, yes, that's just a dramatic example. But if they are, of course, they're willing to accept more than what the home is worth. But the key factor that you're missing with that is what a buyer is willing to pay. Most buyers aren't just going to be willing to pay 200 k over for your house just because they like it so much. So let's discuss this from the buyer perspective. On the buyer side of things, a buyer may be willing to pay $400,000 for a house that is listed at $450,000. Now, just because it's listed there doesn't mean that it's actually worth that, which is why we're having this podcast. But let's say that the house is actually worth $450,000 and you're willing to pay $400,000 for it. The part of the equation that we are then missing is that, yes, you as the buyer are willing to pay that. But do you think the seller is going to accept that? A lot of times what I do with my clients is I try to explain things from both sides. If you had a house that was $450,000 and you knew that we had reviewed the comps, we had reviewed the market data, and we found that $450,000 is right where we should be priced, we don't think that we're overpriced, would you, knowing that all the rest of the houses on your street are selling for $450,000, would you be willing to accept a $50,000 loss? 
Would you be willing to write the next buyer of your house a check for $50,000? That's essentially what a buyer is asking a seller to do when they want to submit an offer that's not necessarily just lower than list price, because that's sometimes different than market value, but lower than what the market value is of the home. So for buyer and seller to be under contract with each other, they need to come together on an agreement of market value. And that's when a contract is signed because you as a seller, you're not gonna sign a contract that you don't feel is the best that you can get. As the buyer, you're not going to sign a contract that you feel is working in your best interest as well. So there really needs to be a win-win created here and true market value will do that. Now, what influences market value? Market value is influenced by a number of things. The first one that we're gonna start off with is condition of the home. So let's say that you're living in a home and you want to sell it. You haven't had much time to actually maintain the home. Life is busy. I get that. I understand that. I come over to your house. I put together a list of things that need to be done to really make your home market ready and get the best market value out of the home. And you just decide, you know what? I want to forgo this list. Let's just sell it how it is. And let's say that I had recommended that your carpet be recleaned. Let's say that there was a roof repair that needed to happen and it was a substantial roof repair. Let's add in that there are all sorts of different colors on the wall. The walls have gashes in them from where accidents have happened during your ownership. Yes, sometimes we do see these houses and we work together with the seller to be able to get the home ready for the market. But let's say that you don't have time for that and that's not something that you want to do. It doesn't mean that we can't sell the property. It just means that what's probably going to work against you is the condition of your home. If I'm a buyer and I'm going and looking at houses, let's say that we plan to list your house or the market value of homes in your area is solidly 325. The thing that works against you, as I just discussed, is the condition of the home. Because if I'm a buyer and I'm out viewing houses that are in between 325 and 350 and my agent sends you your house and all the rest of the houses that I've seen at 325, they haven't needed a major roof repair. All the rest of the houses I've seen at 325, they've gone ahead and the seller has painted the house with a nice neutral color, taking care of any dents and cracks and whatnot that you may see in the wall. And let's say that the seller has replaced the carpet because maybe they had a little puppy that had accidents or something on it, or maybe it was just time for it to be replaced. If I haven't seen a house that is $325,000 and in the same condition that your house is in, there's one of two things that I as a buyer am going to do. So number one, I may not even want to see the home. And what I always tell sellers is that if buyers aren't seeing your home or if they can't see your home, we typically can't sell it. <laughs> buyers need to be able to come in, see the home and make their appointment so that they can see, okay, is there somewhere where I can live? So number one, buyer may not even want to see the home. The second thing that may happen is that if the buyer does go ahead and see the home, they may say, hmm, well, they haven't done these things that the other houses listed at 325000 did. I wonder how much negotiation room I have. They're automatically walking into the house and knocking off ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 from the price of your home. 
So that is how condition plays into a home's market value. And, you know, there's not anything wrong on either side of things as far as putting a house on the market that's not in the best condition. Sometimes I've worked with sellers who have been financially strapped or maybe they're going through a divorce. Most of the time when people do sell houses, yes, they are looking for that next home. They're looking for an upgrade, but there are some home sales that just aren't as happy that may not be for the best reasons or they may have a lot of work to do on the home that they just can't afford to do. So what we do is we would take a look at the market value of homes that if your house were in great condition, yes, we could sell it here. But then we're going to have that hard but frank and honest conversation with you and say, hey, your house isn't going to measure up to the other houses that are listed at 325. Let's come together and decide on a price that will actually get the house sold so that a buyer is able to already factor in the condition of the home. Maybe we may suggest listing instead of at 325, we may suggest listing at 310 or 300. And the opposite is also true. If we have a house that's on the market, and let's say that all the rest of the houses in the neighborhood are selling for 300, but you've put on a new roof, you've really maintained the property, you've done some upgrades, and maybe some of your other neighbors have done some upgrades so you haven't over-improved your property. You've got Got granite countertops in there. We've done consultations prior to you deciding to sell your home to where I've guided you through. Let's put in this countertop instead of this. I think that we should paint these walls this color. Let's make sure that our AC is in great condition. Let's make sure that our flooring is in good condition. Let's just say that we've done the work to put your house in the best light as far as market value and your home is a level or two above the homes that are in your area. Assuming you have not over-improved your property, the opposite is also true as far as pricing according to condition. We may be able to, even if all the houses in your area are selling for $300,000 at that time in the market, we may be able to get you ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 more because you have put the right upgrades into your homes and the buyer is willing to walk into your house and say, this house is better than the ones that I've seen at three hundred. I can see where they would be asking me for $15,000 more. Let's go ahead and write up this offer because I want this house. Condition can work for a seller. It can also work against a seller. Let's talk about condition as it relates to buyers. As it relates to buyers, condition is something that buyers are, of course, going to pay attention to. We've already discussed that if a house is in poor condition, the average buyer may not want to see it. If they do see the house, a lot of times they are going ahead and factoring in, I'm going to get a discount on this property because the seller has not maintained it. Now, kind of a little side conversation in this as far as condition is for buyers, homes are priced on the market assuming that there are some issues with the home. Doesn't mean that there are major issues like, you know, termites or foundation issues, stuff like that. But just for perspective, the average even new construction home is going to give you about a 20 page report on the home inspection. 
Now, that doesn't mean that, oh my gosh, this house is falling apart. The builder did a really poor job building it. No, what it means most of the time is that the home inspector has cited deficiencies that the builder is going to fix. And the vast majority of the time, and I'm talking about 95% of the time, those issues are minor. It may be like an improper wiring of an electrical outlet. There may be a sink spigot that's just a little bit off, that sort of thing. Most of the time, the issues on a home inspection, especially for new construction home, while they are there, are pretty minor. Let's move the conversation to resale homes. Now, buyers, when sellers put their home on the market, of course, they aren't attempting to make the home new construction. Good sellers, when they put their house on the market, they are trying to get the most out of it as far as market value. And they'll typically do some things to spruce up the house, maybe take care of a few repairs. If they have a major repair that needs to be done and they have the budget to do it, that may be something that we encourage them to do as well. Most houses on the market, though, are priced knowing that the home inspector is going to find issues with the home. I would say the average home inspection that I see on a resale home is anywhere from 50 to 80 pages long. So does not, again, mean that the house is falling apart. Most sellers, like I said, if they've done a really good job prepping the property, even though the report is 50 to 80 pages long, most of the report, in my experience, is fairly minor issues that are either normal to houses of a certain age, normal to a seller's lifestyle. And by that, I mean most sellers can't afford to replace the roof, replace the HVAC, replace the water heater, put in all new appliances. Most sellers cannot afford to do that, especially all at once. So there's typically varying ages of the system, but a lot of times they do fall in what we consider, quote unquote, normal for a seller's lifestyle. Another thing that's typically in the report is also what is working well in the house. So home inspectors will also put what they did not notice deficiencies with. And hey, you can expect a full life expectancy out of this part of the house. So it's not just bad things in the report. It's also good things. What we look out for on that report is any major issues that would cause you to either back away from the house as a buyer and terminate the contract, or that would cause us to want to negotiate something hefty as far as a discount or a concession from the seller. Most of the time, in my opinion, a good seller's agent will prep a seller to expect to have to do some repairs as part of the contract, expect to have to maybe come off of some money. Maybe they don't want to replace the hot water heater themselves, but they're willing to give you $1,000 to do it after closing with your choice of vendor, your choice of timing, that sort of thing. So most good seller's agent will prep the seller to, hey, yes, we have this contract right now. However, this is likely not going to be the contract that we close with at the closing table. As in, there are going to be some changes. There are going to be some repairs that are typically necessary. There are going to be some concessions. The seller, unless they have agreed to it in writing, which I have never seen this since 2014, Sellers are just under no obligation to clear the whole home inspection report. They're just not. So kind of view the home inspection report as, hey, these are the issues with the house. This is what I think I can get negotiated or get some money for. Am I willing to move forward knowing that most homes that are on the market, as long as you're not looking at a home inspection report that cites the condition of the house as having a lot of major issues, most houses on the market are going to have a lot of the same home issues. 
thankfully, a lot of what I've seen in home inspection reports over the years is typically stuff that the homeowner can do themselves. Like it's DIY, you may need a handyman, that sort of thing. Again, most of us good agents are just not in the business of selling you something that we know that you're going to have a lot of issues with. So that's the discussion on how condition affects a home's market values. I am going to have to get into a few other things in later podcast episodes, so please stay tuned. I'm happy to have you here. We'll end today's podcast with a helpful quote from Terrell Owens. He says, if you align expectations with reality, you will never be disappointed. I hope you guys have a great week. Tune in again next week. That's it for today's episode of Confessions of a Realtor. If you're looking for an active, full-time agent in the Tallahassee or surrounding areas, feel free to give me a call or shoot me a text at 850-206-2199. If you're thinking about moving and want some more real estate tips and tricks and education, my Instagram page, Rachel Sells Homes 850, is very active and I do my best to educate on our local market. Check out the link in the bio on my Instagram page to schedule your own complimentary consultation with me or to refer someone else who you know is thinking about buying or selling. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to assisting you here in the Tallahassee area.